And we're live from Norman, Oklahoma. Your favorite podcasters, Braxton Poe and Matt Marks, live with Burgers and Brats. And here's your host, Braxton Poe. That was great, Matt. That was great. It's my audition for my future career. You should call the Super Bowl today. You know what? I am. You, you are? You're from my room. Oh, from yeah, your room. That's All right. right. Hey, but it's good to be back with you. It is yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. Finally. I mean, I'm not really excited to watch, but I'm excited for the commercials. I am too, because last year's was kind of a letdown, so maybe this year's will be better. It's yeah, I hope be. so. Hopefully. Cardi B, all these other famous artists are, uh, are teaming up with Coke, Pepsi, M&M's, but they've already leaked the commercials online, but I haven't watched them yet. I'm no, waiting until the Super Bowl. You have to have, keep the suspense. I'm excited to see what Doritos is going to do. They've yeah. always got some funny ones. They've all, them, they've always got the best ones. So we're going to start. What's cooking on the grill with, what, Puxatawney Phil? You've been working on that name all morning, haven't you? <laughs> I have, and I still haven't gotten it right. So, Phil, the cute, adorable groundhog, didn't see a shadow yesterday in Pucks of 20, Philadelphia. <laughs> I said it wrong again. Let's so, just call him Phil. <laughs> so, Phil. So, since he didn't see a shadow, they're saying spring will come soon. I, I hope so, Matt, because it's been freezing across the United States, especially in Oklahoma. I'm just been, I'm freezing. I'm ready for some summer. I'm ready for some snow. If it's going to be cold, we better get snow. But yeah. we haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, so. it, we need snow. So the tradition stretches back more than 130 years, which I had no idea. But Phil doesn't have a stellar track record. In the past decade, Phil predicted a longer winter seven times and an early spring three. He was only right 40% of the time. So we can't we can't really trust him. You know what? He'd be, he'd be great to play for like the Cleveland Cavaliers or something. He's about a better winning percentage than <laughs> they do. So He's yeah. got a better track record than half the meteorologists in Oklahoma, too. So well, It's a tough profession. Yeah, I guess. To be fair, it is hard to blame a groundhog for the weather in a country with vastly different regional climates, and it's a lot easier to blame him instead of your meteorologist. So. I'm rolling with Phil on this one. I'm rolling with You think him. Phil's right? Actually, no, no, it's freezing. Yeah. Minus twenty in Chicago. Nah, we're having we're having a longer winter. Oh, give Phil some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I hope he's Shorter right. Shorter winter, so I hope he's right. So, so there's something important today, right? Something big going on. Some football game, I think. I don't think so. No, no. Just the. It's a normal day. Normal day. Yeah. The cheating Patriots aren't playing the fabulous Rams. I don't no. know. No. I thought I thought it was uh, Chief Saints. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah, but it is a Super Bowl. That that's pretty big. Yeah, New England's yeah. favored by two and a half right now. When it opened, the Rams were favored by one, but all that money came in on the Patriots and well deserved because they're always there. They always find a way to win somehow. Tom Brady, what will he do? What will be the storyline tonight? How will Brady find out? How will he win? Even though I'm not picking him to win, but how will he find a way to win? Yeah, that's it's, the question. It's only a matter of time before we find out they cheated their way again. To yeah. the Super Bowl, I know there's there's something. I mean, yeah, every Flame time. Gate, Spy Gate. What what's the gate? What gate will there be today? I don't know, maybe Pretzel Gate, <laughs> Laser Gate. Ooh, hey, I did. You see that story though about um, the Chiefs fan that pointed a laser at Tom Brady? I did. Uh, it came out just a little bit ago. I saw on Twitter that he's been banned for for um, from Arrowhead Stadium. Really? So yeah. So wow. see, you don't do that. You don't point lasers at people. You do it in the parking lot. You don't do it in the game. Come on. Gosh. <laughs> In the parking lot. Yeah. Do it when he's walking off the team bus. Exactly. But, no. 
But yeah, so that uh, we'll see the storyline for tonight. But I'm excited about this one. I mean, not like I would have preferred the Cowboys, but that they let me. We all know that it. wasn't going to happen. Okay, but I really would have preferred the Chiefs. Though. I really wanted yep. to see Mahomes make it. Um, Saints fans are probably like go Brady because screw the Rams. You know what that you know that the non call. But I'm excited about this matchup because I want to see if Jared Goff and Sean McVay can give something for LA, give LA something to cheer about. Yeah, if they can get that running game going with Todd Gurley and the late emergence of C.J. Anderson, I think there's they've got this solid. Like, yeah, I mean that's a, that's a good duo right there. And and C.J. Anderson, I mean, wow, what is look what he did in the, in the last couple of weeks, you know, in place of Todd Gurley. I mean, he looked very strong. So that's that's kind of cool. I mean, you wonder what's going to happen with C.J. Anderson after this season. I don't know his contract terms with the Rams, but you know, if he comes back, I mean, you know, Gurley's going to be 100. percent I mean, if he's you know, probably 90% right now or whatever. He's not 100% because he's still nursing that injury, but he's come back and, he, you know, he's fine to play. But you wonder if next year, you know, if C.J. Anderson does come back, does he get more? I mean, he's got to go somewhere else, if, yeah, you know, because Gurley's going to be getting most of the time. Yeah, I'm sure he gets traded somewhere, probably goes, makes a couple mil more. Because he was really good in Denver and then went to Carolina, got cut. Rams just brought him on because they needed him. But they didn't think he'd be as productive as he was. And he won a Super Bowl, right, with the Broncos? With my Broncos. So, you know, he knows how to win, get another one, and go make some money, like you said. So, be good to see. Yeah, he deserves a big contract after the last few games. So, here's some prop bets for the game. Here's my locks of the game, who I'm rolling with. I'm saying Gronk scores a touchdown. I I disagree. I disagree with that. They could double coverage him the whole time? Double cover? You know, it just seems like, I mean, you know, I know Gronk's kind of the go-to, but Gronk's kind of almost been non-existent. I know he's been injured, you know, you know, the last couple of seasons, but just lately, uh, it, it seems like, you know, you're going Edelman, you're going, you know, you're, you're running the ball. Yeah, Gronk against the Chiefs, he, he kind of secured it for him right on that last yep. drive of the, when they scored the game-winning touchdown. Um, but I, I don't know. I have to disagree on that. Yeah, they haven't really been throwing him the deep ball as much as they had earlier in the season or the early part of his career. <clears throat> but I think they'll probably be in a goal line situation, probably throw a slant to him or an out route, get him an easy touchdown. And then, so, the over-under on the Rams scoring a field goal in the first half is half, .5. So either one field goal or no field goals. I'm going with the over. Yeah, I'm going with the over. Yeah. They score 60, or they've... Have the second most field goals in the first half this season out of every team. And Zerline shows that he can kick extremely deep. So, you know. Made it from like 70. Yeah. Watch out for him. And then C.J. Anderson. Does he score a touchdown? No. No? No. I I feel like he does. I feel like he gets in the end zone. I feel like Todd Gurley and C.J. will. I think both can do that. But then, all right, my major lock. I'm going with the Rams with the outright win. 32-30. to And I'm similar to you. I'm going Rams as well. I'm going 35-31. Yeah. I think it'll be a close game the entire game, come down to the last second or last um, drive possession. But the Patriots never blow a team out in the Super Bowl. It's always close, or they're coming back from behind. So I think this one should be the same. Both teams are pretty evenly matched. Both offenses are in the top eight of passing and rushing. Both pretty weak on defense, but the Rams have the edge with the 19th overall as New England is 21st. So, I mean, they're even in every category almost. Yeah, if you look at, if you're the Rams 
and you're up by a touchdown late in the game, you should be worried because what Brady does. So really, if I'm the Rams, I would almost, you need to be up by 14 with like three, four minutes to go. That's the only time you can feel, okay, I feel pretty good about this. You know, of course, we both picked it's not going to happen that way. It's going to be very close. But if it, if Tom Brady can do some, just like Aaron Rodgers, you know, you give him any time left and he can make it happen. And that's, if I'm, if I'm the Rams, you have to really watch in that late in, that, in the game. You can't make any mistakes. You can't turn the ball over. And you really got to run down as much clock as you can. Because you give Tom Brady, even if you score a touchdown and there's a minute left, you should be very worried because Tom Brady will score in that minute. Yeah, you've got to run the clock down, but you can't get conservative if you're the Rams. No, you no. can't get conservative. You've got to be smart, and that's where I think if you've got Todd Gurley running the ball, um, you know, if you got you get you first you get first down, and you got four minutes left in the game, just keep running the ball. But th- there's no sense. Don't have any sense of urgency that you got to then run another play. Run that play clock down as far as you can, and just continue to run the ball. And if you're up a touchdown, try to get in Zerline's range, you know Zerline's range, and get that field goal. I mean, no need to be aggressive. Yeah, be conservative, but not too conservative, um, but not also too aggressive. To or like, oh yeah, let's just keep. You know, you throw the ball, it gets picked, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's true. So I'm sick of seeing New England in the Super Bowl. They just they're just the luckiest team. Get every call, somehow always end up there. Every every time there's a scandal, I'm just hoping the Rams can put an end to it. Make Tom Brady retire. Yeah, well, you know, I was talking to one of my friends yesterday, and uh, you know, he was saying, you know, why not? You know, it, Tom Brady's one of the best. Why not add to it? He's close to retiring. Now, I'm not on board with this. I want the Rams to win, but you know, you have that other viewpoint of just add another one, continue to solidify his legacy, even though. Deflate gate, spy gate, all that stuff, you know, and the he gets lucky or whatever people want to say. But I mean you look at that other side and go, okay, sure, yeah. I mean, give him his sixth win, you know, his sixth Super Bowl win and continue to cement that legacy with Bill Belichick. That's the other way to look at it. But I do want to see the Rams get something. I think it'd be great for that city, great for the youngest NFL coach, you know, right now. And Jared Goff, who has really, I mean, they've done wonders for that franchise. Yeah, all the 30 fans they have in L.A. are going to be ecstatic. Yeah, they will be. <laughs> party. Party at a house party. That parade, that parade won't have 5,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. So, all right, got anything more to say about the Super Bowl? Just hopefully the Rams can put it into Tom Brady. Go Rams, go. Go Rams, go. Yeah. All right, so on this day, February 3rd, it was in 1966. Luna Nine touches down on the moon. It was the first unmanned Soviet space, or first unmanned spacecraft, and it was from the Soviet Union to achieve a soft landing on the moon. So the first spacecraft to touch on down on the moon safely. Wow. I mean, I'm trying to start a colony on Mar- or Mars and the moon, Matt. Really? I would do that as long as I don't die. Well, you know, who knows. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe we'll go with Elon Musk. Yeah. Probably better play it safe. Yeah. You know, it could be a little risky for you, Braxton. <laughs> We're really worried about you. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to the NBA All-Star. Team Braun versus Team Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, the Greek freak. I'd go with Braun's team. No matter what, who he gets, I'm going with LeBron. Oh, come on. Got to go with LeBron. You know, I... Uh... I want to see what who they you know who they put together. 
Yeah. On uh, it's looking like on February seventh. So coming up pretty soon, they're going to have the All Star Draft live on TV. So we'll get to see who the Greek Freak and LeBron pick. But um, I want to see, and I thought this was pretty cool um, that. Commissioner Adam Silver announced that Dirk and Dwayne Wade are going to get added into the All-Star game. That's kind of a nice tribute to two guys that are going to be pretty much retiring at the end of this year. Um, I think that's a pretty special moment. Uh, Dirk and Dwayne, uh, well, I know, uh, I think it's both of them are going to be coaching in the Rising All-Stars game as well. I believe. I know Dirk is. i got to check. I think Dwayne might be as well. But I think that's just kind of a cool thing. I mean, you give some guys that are on, on their way out, like one more last All-Star game. You know it's going to be fun. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Dirk's going to be in the three-point shooting contest, you know. I want to see what wow. he can do, you know. I mean, if he breaks a lot of them, oh, well. That's <laughs> going to be fun to watch, and maybe he can take down Steph. That'd be beautiful. That'd be amazing. That'd be beautiful. Yeah, but, two, two greats, yeah. two Hall of Famers, first ballots most likely. But so Braun and the West starters include James Harden, Steph Curry, KD the Snake, and then Paul George. And then on the East, we got Kyrie, Joel Embiid, Kimball Walker. That's kind of a surprise to me. He's had a pretty good year. Yeah. And then Kawhi Leonard. But I'm rolling, I'm rolling with the bronze team no matter what. Go with LeBron, the GOAT. Gotta go with the GOAT. And then Mike Malone, the coach of the Nuggets, is going to be the coach of with LeBron since the Nuggets are in the first seed in the West right now. After that win over the Timberwolves. Yeah. Nuggets are a dark horse still. They can win the championship. Yeah, I think anybody can, but I'm not betting against the Warriors right now. Not, just, the, not the Mavs. Yeah. Or the Suns. Yeah. Or the Knicks. Mavs could still make the playoffs. Yeah. So Luka didn't even make the All-Star. Yeah, I was kind of surprised about that. But you know what? He'll be in many, many more for the future. So You sure about that? I am sure about that. I think, I think he will, too. Yeah. Dude's a young talent. He uh, just became the seventh teenager to have a thousand points in NBA history joining the likes of like Kevin Durant LeBron James Blake Griffin yeah Blake Griffin's up there so pretty good stuff from the young 19 year old the young goat the young goat the baby goat yeah little goat Trey Young the baby goat Uh, we all have our rights to our own opinions (laughs) (laughs) so Matt who would you share a burger and brought with well, that is a good question. I'm going to share it with the guy that seems to know what's going to happen, and he already knew I was going to pick him, Tony Romo. He knew that? Yeah, he already knew that. Call him up right now. He knew I was going to pick him for this before I even said it. Tony Romo's who I'm having a burger and brought with because I want to know what's about to happen tonight in the Super Bowl. I want the rundown. I want to know exactly to the millisecond how long the national anthem's going to be tonight, down to a millisecond. Will be two minutes and 22 seconds? Will be four minutes. Yeah, the over is, I think, yeah. 107 seconds. Yeah. So I want to know. <laughs> I also want to know who's going to get injured. Will there be no injuries? And will, the biggest question, are they going to tribute Sweet Victory from SpongeBob in the halftime show tonight? I heard Squidward I think is going to be announcing it. I want to see him play Sweet Victory. That'd be the best tribute I for th- a halftime show ever in Super Bowl. I, th- I think they are, actually. So I'm pumped. <laughs> so you saw his um, Super Bowl picks though before the season, right? Is Tony Romo. Tony Romo. I did not know. Jacksonville versus Green Bay. Some can be wrong. <laughs> okay. Some can be wrong. I mean, you can't really predict the future. 
Well, I mean, he can. Yeah. I mean, now he can. He, he yeah. couldn't back then, but yeah, now he, he got can. better. Yeah, he, he got better. Give him some time. Yeah. yeah every Everybody <laughs> can make it. You know, there's a bad pick thrown in there every <laughs> once in a while. So, yeah. I I would share a a, broad, or a New York hot dog with the New York Knicks. Okay. Talk. Why? I think, I think the New York Knicks won the trade, what, two days ago or yesterday with the Mavs. So the Mavs get Christoph Porzingis, Tim Hardaway, Trey Burke. New York gets Wes Matthews, DeAndre Jordan. Most likely they'll be bought out. But then they've got $74 million in cap space. It's two max contracts. So they're getting KD and Kyrie easy. Okay, let's hold the brakes up real quick on that. I partially agree with you in a sense of, and we talked about this, that you say the Knicks won the trade. I think both franchises won the trade. I agree with that. Because the Knicks... Yes, they cleared that cap space. Now, I'm not so sure. I think, yes, KD could very well end up. I'm not sure about Kyrie, honestly. And I that franchise is in such a mess right now. I, I really, I I think the Mavericks got a great steal out of this with Porzingis. I really do. Because in the sense of the Mavs, you've got Luka and Porzingis now as your cornerstone players for the future. I'm watching. I've been reading some rumors to see if, if Harrison Barnes or Dwight Powell for the Mavericks could be traded before the deadline this week. So I'm excited to see what that's going to be like. But the Mavericks are now advancing, speeding up their rebuilding process and are really put together two great European players to be the next maybe Dirks in a sense. I mean, they really could be two very, I mean, for the future of the Mavericks, it looks bright. Now, on the sense of the Knicks, yes, you open up those two big contracts. You get uh, two you know, max contract deals, and you've got Dennis Smith Jr. Great deals. I really think that's, that's going to be great for the franchise. However, I, I think they need to hold, you know, put, tap the brakes a little bit on are they, are they going to get KD? Could he stay in Golden State? Yes. Is he really wanting to go to an organization that, sure, you can load up with all-stars, but their, their ownership is so messed up. The way they run that franchise, they ran out their future of Porzingis. I mean, there was something going on there. And even Porzingis alluded to on Instagram the other day, the truth will come out. What's that mean? What are we going to hear from that? So, see, I think, and, and the Knicks were 10 and 40. Now, I know Porzingis hasn't played this year, but you've got all these other pieces that you think could be more competitive than a 10 and 40 team. Yeah. So, yeah. it's a win win for both franchises. But I. I just think that I, I tap the brakes on the Knicks getting who they want in the free agency. But I, yeah, Porzingis is out until 2020 as well on a torn Achilles, or at least until the start of next year. Oh yeah, he's, so, he's going to play this season. Yeah, he'll be back for next season. Maybe not at the start either though. And then, uh, he'll, I, I think he'll be ready. Oh, but then who knows how he'll come back after a torn ACL? I get Boogie came back. He's been playing great, so that gives Mavs fans um, pleasure that. Kristaps will probably be the same. But then, there already been reports about KD wanting to join New York. Yeah. When Kristaps was in New York, they didn't make the playoffs. That was in the East. They still couldn't make the playoffs. Now they're in the, he's in the West. He, well, you, you think gotta, he can carry Luka to the Western Conference Finals? Yeah. I do. I mean, you've got Luka, who's 19. Porzingis, who's 23. Very young players. And if Kristaps can sign a long-term deal to stay in Dallas... Which I think, once he gets to know the team, Dirk will be a big influence. He even, I mean, you see when the Mavs played the Knicks last week, you even saw this relationship between Luca and Kristaps. And, and even the other day on Instagram, Kristaps um, just last night said to, you know, go get it, little bro, or something. There's this relationship. 
I think Kristaps will sign a long-term deal in Dallas, and you've got now the two cornerstone players you can build around. And the Mavericks got young talent. And, of course, you know, they're giving up their draft picks, so now it's going to really need to be can they hit hard on free agency, which they haven't since really that championship team. They really struck out so many times. But now with a budding future all-star, or with a budding all-star in Luka and Porzingis, people are going to want to start to consider Dallas. And I, I really do think this is a major turning point for the franchise and I think they both can lead the Mavericks to a playoffs. Need some more players to build around and kind of patch up the roster. But I, I do really believe that he can lead in the West. The West is extremely competitive, but I believe in the next season or two, the Mavericks will be in a playoff spot. They could even get it in this year. I think they're five or six games out, but they could still maybe get that eighth seed. Now, they don't have Porzingis, but if they can you know, start piling up some wins with the guys they're kind of piecing together, it's not an entirely bad roster. Mavs have blown a lot of games where they have the lead in the fourth quarter this season. So they're not bad. They just continue to get that need that developmental time. Yeah, but now they don't have a big man. They got rid of DeAndre Jordan. So yeah, that's and, that, and that's too. I, I personally, was that was the only part of the trade I was kind of sad with. I was fine putting Wes Matthews in the deal. And, you know, Dennis Smith, of course, you have to, to put him in to get him to get that big of a, you know, haul back. But I was kind of disappointed about DeAndre. I And I and I was telling some friends, I said, okay, look, Mavericks could bring back DeAndre next season. He was only on a one-year deal. So he could come back to Dallas and re-sign, which would be great. I also saw reports the Mavericks are looking at getting Vucevic, Vucevic, whatever, how you say his name, um, from Orlando. And that would be great for the Mavericks, another European who can shoot threes from deep, and he, I mean, he'd be great for the Mavericks. But if we don't get him, I would love to have DeAndre Jordan back in Dallas. I thought he did a great job, had great chemistry with Luka. But yeah, missed the big man. It's Dwight Powell, Sima, uh, uh, Mejre, uh, um are kind of the guys to step in. We'll see what other trades the Mavericks make before Wednesday, because I don't think they're done yet. So. Yeah, I think that's a huge loss, losing DeAndre for Mavs. Rebounding-wise, because yeah. the last couple seasons, the Mavericks were in total crap when it came to rebounding, and so he was DeAndre fixed that. Um, but we'll see what happens moving forward. Yeah, and with the point of the Knicks, it just takes one player. It takes one player in the draft, or just one in free agency to sign. Ky- Did you see what Kyrie said the other day? What did he say? He said about re-signing with Boston, he said, I don't owe anybody she. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's, and that, it's a complete turnaround, what he said in November. He yeah. said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm staying. Yeah. So, uh, the Celtics have not been as good this year. I think they're in the, you know, four or five seats, somewhere around there. Um, so, it will be interesting to see how that team does. I still picked them, but we talked about this preseason. Celtics were going to win it all this year. I got to change my, I mean, I want to still see that happen. I don't see it right now, but they're still a competitive team and they can still take people down in the playoffs. So I'm not, I'm not counting them out. I think they still have a chance. Golden State's gotten hot again. And I and really, I don't see anybody stopping Golden State. Yeah, me, me too. I, I saw the Celtics making the Western Conference Finals, but it'll be difficult for them if they don't get their act together. But Kyrie, I think he wants to go join a team where he's the all-star again. Like, he was in Cleveland. He loved it there before LeBron came back. But there have also been reports that Kyrie wants to join LeBron again. Everyone wants to join LeBron. And you see this with Anthony Davis. And I know we're going to probably get into this in a future episode. But Anthony Davis wanting to go to L.A. And the Pelicans are like, no, we're not training you. Lakers offer is not worth it. We're not doing it. And if you want to go to L.A., you wait till 2020. You know, that's kind of what they're saying. But everyone, A.D., and then you got Kyrie. Everyone wants to go join LeBron. LA's now got some turmoil. Last night, I don't, I don't know if you saw, 
uh, Rondo and uh, Beasley kind of got in it with Luke Walton and almost got physical. I mean, now there's some turmoil in L.A. I wouldn't be surprised if Luke Walton got fired because what we're seeing here is if LeBron or some play, you know, if it's around LeBron, something about if you're not a really good coach or if you don't agree with LeBron, you're out. We saw it with um, David Blatt, you know, and when in Cleveland, um, when that, you know, we got fired. He wasn't there. Well, he wasn't there. Um, LeBron wasn't there. He was in Miami at that time. He came back in the first year he fired David Blatt. Yeah. That's right. See, all these years are mixing up. <laughs> Can't remember the past well. I mean, he kept Ty Lue. Yeah, he kept Ty Lue, but now Luke Walton may be out. And, you know, I think Luke Walton's been a pretty good coach, but maybe now maybe now that is not. Maybe now there's got to be a change. Yeah, the Lakers are still overhyped when they don't have LeBron, though. They're, still, they're an awful team without LeBron. I don't. People should have realized that quicker. <laughs> and if you trade all your assets, I mean, you'll have a team of LeBron and Anthony Davis. Cool. But who else no is going to have? Because yeah. you're going to be trading, what, Lonzo? And wasn't Rondo, Rajon Rondo in a deal? Yeah, he was or? in the deal. So they could do better with the offer. I think if you're going to trade the Pelicans, Lonzo needs to be in it, even though he doesn't want to be with Actually, no, don't put him in because he doesn't want to play for the Pelicans. So why waste it? I'd say you got to get Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, yeah. Zubak, and a first pick. Yeah, that's... That's a better offer than the yeah, Lakers offer. But they're not going to trade Kuzma no. and Brandon Ingram. No, you can't. You can't trade them both. They need to. Or that's a fair deal, but the Lakers won't do that. So we'll see what happens with the Anthony Davis situation later on. I see if we'll get traded for this February seventh deadline. All right. If you're not following us on Twitter at Burgers and Brats, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing? You need to follow us on SoundCloud and Twitter at Burgers and Brats. We'll post our Super Bowl picks, our latest episode, and some other funny memes. Alright, we'll see you guys next week.